Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 98. Yes. Episode 98, man. It's great to be back. And it is such an honor to be talking to such a great audience. Success Edge community, I really do appreciate you guys. And if this is your first time actually tuning into the Success Edge, welcome. Uh, here at the Success Edge, we are all about Jesus and success in the marketplace. All right. We want you, Marketplace Christian, to take your game, take your walk, whether it be a corporate life that you've got, whether that be a career in some kind of specialized field or a doctor or a lawyer, or whether, hey, you actually go to a factory and you, you know, turn wrenches or whatever it is that you do, or you're an entrepreneur or you're a stay-at-home mom, whatever it is, we want you to take your game, take your walk, and be as successful as you possibly can be God's way. And we bring interviews uh, of real people that are actually doing that and living it out. And we also bring great conversations and great topics to you guys on a weekly basis. So let me tell you something, SEC, that you guys are getting ready to get your ears full of awesome interviews. I mean, I've probably been on a binge these last three weeks of multiple interviews and conversations that I've had to be able to bring to you guys. So I'm telling you, the upcoming interviews, the upcoming uh, people that you're going to get to hear from are dynamic. In Success Edge community, I have an announcement. Yes, an announcement that I want to pass along to you guys. Something that has been in the works for five years. Yes, you heard me right. Five years. Well, on December the 15th, you guys can take delivery of the first book of Amy J. McCart. Yes, my wife, Amy J. McCart, has her first book that is being released, and I am so excited about this book. It is called Fairy Tales Do Come True, When God Writes Your Love Story. Man, if you have a teenage daughter in the ages of 14 all the way up to you know 18 years old or you've got a young lady in college or maybe a young lady that's in the getting out of uh, college and going into corporate America and she's you know hasn't gotten married yet, this book is for her. It's a fictional book talking about how a young lady finds the man of her dreams and how God brings it about, okay? I'm excited about this. So go to thesuccessedge.biz backslash fairy tales to get all the info in the book. That's thesuccessedge.biz backslash fairy tales to go and get the pre-order of the book out there on Amazon, or I'll have all the notes and everything out there for you guys to take advantage of this. But this is a very exciting uh, time in the McCart household that my wife is actually going to be a published author. And I have to give a quick plug 
to Highbridge Books for being the publisher of that. So thank you, Mr. Darren Shearer, for doing that. So Reed Milner. Now, here's the thing about Reed that I want you guys to get. He's got his own business, okay? A digital marketing company that he has gone out and created on his own. You know, the well-read marketer.com is basically the, the actual website in his business. But the thing is, is Reed is 25 years young and he decided to go out on his own to do this. And man, this guy is a sharp, sharp young man. And he's got uh, a little 18 month old baby. I've met him, Hutch. He's got a wife, but man, they are doing this and they are doing it well. They've decided that, you know what? God's got my back and I'm not turning back. So if you want to go find all his show notes at thesuccessedge.biz backslash SEC 98. That's SEC 98. And gang, we will catch you guys on the other side. So what's going on, Success Says listeners? Tyler McCart. Yes. In your world, I don't know where you're at right now. So you might be on your elliptical, you might be driving in your car, you might be, you know, doing laundry, you might be, you know, in front of your computer. You know, I don't know where you're at. You might be somewhere in the whole entire world, you know, maybe Australia or uh, Nigeria. It doesn't matter. We appreciate you being on. And I have a special guest on today. And uh, I think that uh, this one's going to be pretty, pretty awesome because it's been, a, I think it's been a little while since I've had a young buck. Okay, Mr. Reed Miller, uh, Milner, excuse me, uh, is going to be on with us. And let me just tell you the backdrop of how I met Reed, guys. Okay, so I'm sitting in a Starbucks and I'm doing my uh, job stuff, having to actually send a report that I have to send every Thursday uh, to my managing director. And as I'm doing this, in walks this gentleman, you know, I could tell he's pretty young. He's got his laptop with him and so forth, but in his bag. And, you know, it looks like he's going to be, you know, doing some business stuff. But at the same time, I see him carrying in a um, car seat with a infant. <laughs> now, if you've ever been to Starbucks before, or if you ever have coffee shops across wherever you're located at in the world, n- Normally, you might see a mom do that, okay? I mean, I've seen plenty of moms walk in with that kind of setup, but I've not seen a dad. Now, I've done it, actually, but it's been very rare, but I see this young man come in, and I just happen to have to say, you know, hey, man, um, on dad patrol today, huh? (laughs) And lo and behold, we get a conversation started, and that was actually Mr. Reed right here that was uh, had Hutch. Uh, on uh, with him, and he was giving his uh, wife a mom break, much needed, I, I would assume. But uh, Reed, man, thanks for joining us today, buddy. So glad to be here, Tyler. That's that's really funny. You you told that story. I forgot that uh, that I had Hutch with me yeah. uh, that first time we met. Um, and I'm afraid that story gives me way too much credit as a dad. Uh, that was maybe the second time that I had had him alone, you know, with without mom away from home. And uh, and and I won't lie, I was uh, I was a bit um, a bit on edge. Uh, you know, I knew that Nikki, Nikki's my wife. 
I knew she needed a, a break. And yeah. so I said, Nikki, why don't you go get your nails done? And I went to go do some work. And I was so nervous that, you know, because Hutch is in a, he's in a, a throwing stage. He likes to throw his toys. And so I think I picked up his toy uh, at least 25 times. And, and I got no work done, but it was a blast hanging out with, you know, some, some guy time there. But yeah, man. That was a that was a fun little story. Yeah, dude. No, it was great, and um, you know, that's that's just how God orchestrates things. You know, read that. You know, and here we are now. Uh, we've we've met a couple different times and talked on the phone a couple different times, and you know, I wanted to bring you on the show because you know, here's the thing: uh, SEC is is Reese twenty five years old, and uh, he actually owns his own business, and. You know, he actually decided, uh, goodness, Reed, it was about uh, a little over a year ago, right, or almost a year ago, that you actually walked away from uh, the corporate world. Is that correct? It is, it, and it was just just over a year ago. I'm, I'm now officially into year two. Um, I, I worked for a just a fantastic marketing agency out of uh, Buckhead called Marsden and Associates. Um, now they're called Marsden Marketing, but they're great folks, and I had a just a, a wonderful learning experience there, but um, I just always had the bug, man. I just always um, knew I was uh, an entrepreneur at heart, and um, it, you know, and it, it, it just what it, it had to be done. Um, and so I, I parted ways with those guys, uh, like you said, about a year ago, and I've been been trying, uh, been been pushing, been working. God's been uh, with me as I've been uh, trying to build. Um, a small marketing agency of my own. Nice, nice. Well, Reed, obviously we are going to talk a little bit more about your journey and you know what you've learned. But let's back up a little bit and tell the listeners, you know, because everybody's story of how they became a Christian, how they got to know Jesus is different. And uh, tell the story, Reed, of how you actually became a Christian. Sure. Um, well, you know, I grew up, about 45 minutes outside of Atlanta in a small, you know, small town, Georgia. I uh, actually grew up on a farm and went to a, a fantastic little country church right across the street from the farm, uh, you know, the front entrance of the farm, actually. And I was on a youth trip, like I'm sure is probably the, the story with, with lots of folks who got, uh, who got saved in their teens. I was about 14 years old. I've got the exact date in one of my Bibles at home. Uh, but it was sometime in 2004. Uh, we were on a youth trip, uh, I think, up in Myrtle Beach, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd been around church my whole life, and I had been around great Christian people my whole life. And uh, our youth pastor at the time, he 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 got really real with us. And I remember, um, you know, it, this is well over a decade ago, but. Um, I, I remember like it was yesterday, he looked us in the face and said, do you know where you will go if you were to die tomorrow? And, you know, 14 years old, it's, you, you know, it seems like the, a young and innocent, you know, time period. And it is, but it's that age where you're just starting to face the, the concept of, of death. Um, you know, I, there were, I had a, a friend actually who, who passed away. Uh, when he was 15, I was, I was 14. And so it was really real for me then that, you know, life could end. And so when I had to face the, the, um, you know, I knew about heaven, I knew about hell, I knew about Jesus, I knew about him dying on the cross for our sins. And, 
Um, so when he, he looked at us and said, do you know? I said, yeah, I don't know. So that, that day I asked, I asked the Lord to come into my heart and, and, uh, be my savior. And, and, you know, if I'd, I'd be, uh, I'd be lying if I said from that moment on, I was a perfect Christian. Um, because then I had to go, you know, through the, what I would consider to be one of the most challenging times in a Christian's life is, you know, high school and college. Uh, but through all that, you know, I, I always was grounded in the faith. The Holy Spirit was with me, kept me out of uh, trouble, kept me coming back to Him. And um, I've really started to, the last, the last few years, um, there have been some, some challenges and some, uh, some hardships that have really uh, brought me very close to the Lord. And, and I, don't know, uh, I don't know what I would have done. My wife and I don't know what we would have done without the Lord in our hearts. And so... Um, that's a, that's a brief, brief testimony there, but it's been, uh, for me, it's been, uh, a very powerful, uh, you know, very powerful one. That's awesome. It, you know, it's interesting. You've said that you know, in your journal somewhere that, uh, you wrote down the date, uh, mm-hmm. that you actually accepted the Lord. And I, I can tell you, Reed, that, um, you know, that's a important day. I mean, that's actually probably the most significant day of your life. <laughs> Oh yeah. You know, um, I, I know for me personally, um, you know, the time of this recording, uh, that we're actually recording this, uh, you know, my spiritual birthday is actually coming up, uh, November the 22nd. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Is my spiritual birthday. And I think, uh, you know, Rita, I think I'm going to be 26, 27 years in the, uh, as a believer, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. Praise God, you know? But, um, you know, that, that's awesome, Reed, that what I hear, what I heard you say at the very end of that is that over the last, you know, couple years that, you know, just some situations or circumstances that came in your life that they, they've, you know, caused you to say, man, I really need my Heavenly Father in my life on a consistent basis and, you know, I need to hear from him. I need to know what he's, you know, wants me to do, how he wants me to act, how he, you know, needs to interact with me on a day-to-day basis. I mean, you know, read with, you know, from your perspective, I mean, do you, you know, see that as kind of a, the, the edge that you have of your success, you know, today, you know, uh, in the marketplace? Well, I mean, Two two points there. Um, you know, one I have to say that I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if what I would call. You know, I don't know if I would say that I have really achieved success yet. But I do believe that any amount of it that that one could say that I have and any that I will achieve, it'll absolutely be um, as a result of not as a. You know, my 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 relationship with Christ. It, it will not be just a secondary or tertiary, you know, part of my character. It'll absolutely be the reason why, um, why I do well, uh, because, uh, because it is the most important thing. And, um, you know, that, that's a, that's a, I know that's one of those things you're supposed to say. Um, but, but it's one of the things that, that I've learned over the last few years that, you know, if you, if you put God first, you know, he will, you know, one of my favorite Bible verses is uh, Philippians 419. It says, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. 
Uh, and my pastor kind of challenged us with that uh, when you know, I think it was a couple weeks ago. And he said, hey, you know, what what falls into all? You know, because it says, my God shall supply all your need. He said, does, you know, do, do your bills fall into all? Does putting food on the table for your family fall into all? And, you know, I never really thought about it like that, but uh, but it's so true. I mean, and I'm not, you know, without going on a, on a long tangent, am I one who believes that, you know, if, if you, uh, if you're a Christian that, you know, only good things will happen to you. And, uh, and if you, you know, if you ask God to give you a million dollars, he'll give it to you. I don't necessarily believe that it's that simple, but I do believe that, uh, the Bible also says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, again, there's that all word. So yeah. I absolutely believe it. It's a, it's a vital, vital importance. Absolutely. One of the things that you, you know, you bring up an awesome verse, which is that uh, Philippians 4.19. And one of the things that was a huge revelation to me and that just listening to your, you know, here briefly, you know, the very beginning of that verse says, uh, now my God shall supply. And I feel like sometimes as we as believers, especially, you know, believers in the marketplace, you know, you've got to at some point make the transition from it being your daddy's God or your pastor's God or your mama's God or your grandparents' God or whatever, or your, your wife's God to it actually being personal to where that it is my God. Mm-hmm. And, it's, a very, it's a really good point. Yeah. And I, I hear that in your story, you know, so far that, you know, those things that were going on, you know, you, you might've got fire insurance, you know, when you were a teenager and the Lord was with you, but it's only been as of, you know, the last two or three years, read if I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, that through those things that you've been experiencing, that you've had to, you know, really kind of grasp and make God, my God. Right. I mean, is that, oh, I- Oh, I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I lived a very privileged, blessed, you know, childhood and life. And um, frankly, I don't think I knew what what challenges look like. And and you know what, Tyler, I'll probably say this in ten years that when I was twenty five, I had no idea what I was talking about when I talked about challenges. But you know, high school, sure, it was tough. College, you know, I went to Emory University, t- a tough school, and sure, that was tough. But um, you know, to face real challenges. Um, and we, you know, we face some some loss in our family that's that's been very very close and it's very uh, very difficult. Very, you know, it's very difficult on a marriage. It's very difficult, especially when you're trying to start a business. Um, you're having your, you know, we we had our first child, um, like you mentioned, and um, we're we've only been married for about uh, you know less than two years. So uh, th- those are what I've felt like are real challenges, and and, and I would say that's the point where. Um, where, you know, fire insurance is a good way to, to put it. Yeah. I always felt like, yeah, God's with me, you know, that God that, um, I'm saved, you know, God's taking care of me. But when I really started, you know, knees to the floor, God, I need you, you know, God be with me. It really was just over the last, uh, the last year or so actually. So, so Reed, I, you know, I want you, if you could, you know, where, you know, you talk about knees to the floor. And you talk about where that, you know, you had to make that transition uh, from 
it just being that fire insurance to being, you know, man, this is a personal thing that I take us to a time, take us, tell us a story because you know, on this, on the success edge podcast, you know, we like the real, cause you know, yeah, it's great that I can lift my hands and, you know, worship God in church and, you know, sing Kumbaya and everything's hunky dory dairy and everything looks good on the outside. But man, there's something about when you have to go outside those walls and you're in the marketplace, you're actually out there in the world and where the rubber has to hit the road and where your knees have to hit the road, so to speak, you know, read, take us there, take us to us, to a story of, of that, you know, this happened in the last couple of years. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 uh, kind of give the, the whole story of the last, um, last year and a half or so. Um, you know, this was about the time when, when I was really seriously considering, uh, jumping ship from the, the marketing agency I was with before and starting my own business. Um, I'd been doing stuff on the side, uh, you know, call it the side hustle, um, for, you know, nights and weekends for about a year already before that. Um, and so I had just decided we were going to do this and my wife and I had talked about it. We prayed about it and we had decided we were going to do it at the time. You know, it was already going to be a leap then she was working, but we were, we were about, I'd say three months pregnant. Um, we'd been married for about four months um, four or five months. Um, and, uh, and so we knew, you know, this was a, a leap of faith as it, as it was. And, and one night we were, uh, we were going down to, uh, Florida, uh, for a little weekend trip. And we got a call that, um, that my, my wife's mother and stepdad were in a car accident and, uh, and my stepfather or my wife's stepfather was killed by a drunk driver. Um, and so, you know, your whole world just comes crashing down because everything you thought was in control, you know, we, we didn't, you know, we thought that the business and, you know, our, you know, what, were we going to buy a house soon? Or we thought that was what was, uh, what we had to worry about and everything else was, was steady. Everything else was under control. And there was just that experience that said, you know, sorry, it, it, you don't <laughs> there's nothing that's under your control. You know, this is, uh, you know, this is, this is not going to be as, as simple as you thought. And so that just, you know, it rocked our world. Uh, you know, we, cause we were in a position where we had to, uh, decide again, decide if we're going to make the decisions we had already, you know, we had, we had kind of decided on in spite of these things. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a really tough period. I, I I won't lie. Um, but we did decide, um, that it would be best for, for me to start my own business uh, full time, for my wife to actually stay home with our uh, son, um, and so so you're talking about a, a a leap of faith. You know, we thought it was going to be a leap before, but now here we are going from two steady, you know, day job incomes to m- just me and it being just uh, you know a new business. Uh, Tyler, I'll be I'll be real with you. I think my first month, uh, when, when my wife was not working and I started the business, I think we, we brought home something like 12 or $1,500. Um, and we, you know, and this is in the midst of, uh, you know, dealing with tragedy, um, pit, trying to pick up the pieces of our lives and, uh, trying to decide on, 
where even, you know, if we were going to buy a house, which we decided not to, um, you know, if we were going to take care of, you know, our family that was, that was really affected by this. And so that was, that was a time of prayer. I mean, that was a time of real looking up again, you know, knees to the ground, God, you know, I, I, I can't do this alone. We cannot do this, uh, without you. Um, and if, and I've always, I was told as a, as a young, as a young man that, um, you know, a, a better prayer than asking God to give you this or give you that is to say, you know, like, like the way Jesus taught us to pray is let your will be done. And so I always tried to pray, Lord, if this be your will, please open the door, you know, but, but if it's not, you know, please help me to, uh, to accept that, accept that it is your will. And I said, Lord, if it be your will, and he kept open door, you know, opening doors and the business grew and, um, it continues to grow. And my so, wife is, Reed, this is really good. I, 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 I'm not, I want to pull the, you know, pump the brakes real quick. Okay. This, is, this is really good what you're saying, because I can hear my listeners out there thinking, you know, man, you know, a huge tragedy in his life, you know, um, he's newly married, you know, got a kid that just came out of the hatch. Right. (laughs) And, you know, I'm starting a business. I mean, Reed, this is like a perfect storm (laughs) happening in your life. Okay. I mean, let's, let's call a spade a spade. And, you know, what, you know, you, you were, you were talking about, you know, you know, listening. I mean, when I hear you say, you know, you know, Lord, you know, let it be your will, obviously. And the, the words I hear you saying truly is, you know, Lord, I'm listening to you. I'm, I'm hearing from you, you know, I mean, was that, I mean, especially, you know, those initial times of actually that first month to the second month to the third month. I mean, you know, were those, I mean, help, help my listeners understand what that really means when you're listening, you know, and you're talking to the Lord about that. I mean, you know, for those first couple of months, I mean, what is, what does that look like? Well, you know, I, I think the way God answers prayers is it's not, it's obviously not usually through audible, uh, you know, responses. Um, I believe God works through circumstances in our lives. Um, I believe that because, you know, that's what happened to us. Um, in, uh, I think it was January of this year, we actually joined a new church um, in, uh, in Decula, uh, in, in, you know, Metro Atlanta called Ebenezer Baptist Church. Not the big one in Atlanta, but one in Decula. And, you know, we were fortunate enough, we were, we were blessed with some, uh, some great people that were around us and that, you know, were able to mentor us and, and to, you know, help us, um, get through some of the experiences we were dealing with and, um, were able to teach, um, teach me and teach us, um, you know, God's promises. And, and this is the time when, you know, our, uh, our study of the word is really, you know, our, 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 walk is growing in our study of, of the word. And, and so God is speaking to us through, through the word of God. And so these, you know, this, these, these experiences I'm having are, are God, you know, teach me, guide me, 
put things in my life. Uh, help me. I need you. And, and he started to do that, again, with those people and with what I was learning from his word. And, and I just continued to find strength. And uh, my wife and I continued to find encouragement in those things that he put in our lives. And, you know, we'll, we'll just be forever in awe of, uh, of the circumstances that he, he put in our lives, for sure. Absolutely. Because, I mean, it, it is a true testimony for when you're in the, in the throes of what seems like chaos that, you know, I, one of the big things that I hear you saying, Reed, is that you surrounded yourself, you know, with people that, you know, couldn't, could, you know, be a buffer, you know, to you, right? You know, could be a, you know, just that, um, that, you know, kind of encouragement. And, you know, SEC, you know, if you're going through a tough time, if you're in the midst of a throws like what Reed was in, you know, take a lesson from him that, you know, he didn't just kind of, you know, batten down the hatches in his own house and, you know, we're going to ride this house, sweetheart. <laughs> you know, you and me, we're going to face the world together. No, that was not what Reed did. I mean, Reed decided that he needed to insulate his life with other Christians. And in doing that, you know, Reed, you you found more and more promises. I, I'm reminded of, uh, you know, something you said of, you know, what it says in Proverbs. Um, and I don't have the actual uh, scripture verse for it. But it actually says in Proverbs that that the word of God will actually talk to you and will actually speak to you. Uh, you know, it clearly, it says that in there and I don't have the scripture verse for it right off the hand, right off hand. But I, I believe that, that it will actually, that because the word, you know, when you dig into those promises, when you dig into what God's word says, that God's word will speak to you in what you need to do, where you need to be, uh, because he says he orders your steps and he ordered your steps to that church that you needed right then and there during that season, man, that's, um, that's a powerful story, Reed. That's a powerful story that, you know, of you. And I know that you're still, you know, you're on the, uh, kind of front end of coming out of all that. And that's totally fine, you know, but you, you are a stronger and better person in your faith of the Lord because of that. Um, man. And you know, guys, I mean, here's the thing. Um, when, when trouble and when circumstances like that, what Reed talks about, um, you know, when you have failure or when you have setbacks that happen like this, you know, you, and you come out victorious, like what Reed has talked about, then you've got a testimony. You know, it's not a, it's not a testimony without a test, right, Reed? Oh man, that's uh that's a good way to put it. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I mean, you you really, you know, I mean, call a spade a spade. I mean, you know, you're not really uh, qualified to talk about success unless you've gone through something and come out victorious on the other end. You know? I, yeah. I mean, I agree. And, you know, it, and, you know, to talk about success, you know, I, I think especially in our spiritual walk is, you know, we find success in a lot of ways and, and it's, 
in the business world, success unfortunately gets boiled down to uh, numbers a lot of times. You know, in in the marketing business that I'm in, it gets boiled down to uh, to some you know what I think are, are silly numbers sometimes that don't mean anything. But but in our Christian walk, I think success comes down to uh, exactly what you said. It's it's getting through challenges and um, it's it's overcoming obstacles and it's and it's in not abandoning uh, your spiritual walk. And you know so, sometimes and and I feel like this every day. Some you know a, a lot of days that uh, Lord, if I just I, I can't win in any other way other than to stay uh, stay faithful. Uh, stay strong in the faith and to continue to pray and continue to trust in you and continue to commit, you know, my works to the Lord. I, I, you know, I don't know if this is the verse you're referring to a minute ago, but probably one of my other favorite verses is Proverbs 16, three that says, commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. Um, you know, that's, that was extremely valuable for me because there are some days when your head is just, it's just scrambled eggs because, you know, you've got you got stress from the business, stress from uh, family, stress from you know whatever it is, and it's and sometimes you have to remind yourself, you know what, I'm just gonna do the next thing. You know, I'm just gonna keep at it and keep at it. I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna keep going to church every time the doors are open. We're gonna keep reading our Bible. We're gonna keep praying. We're gonna keep working hard every day in our in our businesses. And, uh, and God will, uh, you know, he will bring our minds back to zero. You know, we won't always be that scrambled. So, um, so that's, um, no, so, that, yeah, so uh, read, you know, golly, that verse, man, don't even, my listeners know that that verse, uh, Proverbs 16, three, if they've listened to any of my past episodes, um, that this, this one verse, this is one of the pivotal uh, if I could say that word <laughs> verses uh, that you called out Proverbs sixteen three, And if you read this in the amplified um, version, you know, you talk about scrambled eggs and your brains are, you know, just trying to, but it, it says in, in the amplified, it says, roll your works upon the Lord, commit and trust them wholly to him. And I love this part right here where it says he, he, speaking of the Lord, he will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will. And so your plans will be established and succeed. And read, it's just like what you're saying is like, you know, in a natural sense, because here you are, you have a business, you have, you know, uh, uh, a, you know, a nine, an eight month old, you know, a wife, you know, you're 25 years old and you're trying to make sense of a lot of things. And yeah, you know, you know, a lot of the life's experiences. I mean, I remember when I was 25, I mean, that was, uh, what about 12 years ago. I mean, I thought I knew everything, right? I mean, I, th- I thought I had the world, you know, figured out, but boy, oh boy, you know, 12 years later, here I am. And I can promise you this, that I did not know everything and didn't have everything filled out. But the key thing with this read and what you're saying is, is that what you're doing is you've committed, you've rolled your works 
you've rolled your business, you've rolled your career path, you've rolled your works upon him, and he's causing the Lord, because I can go into so many scriptures with this, but he's causing your thoughts to become agreeable to his will so that your plans, the things he's put inside your heart, so that your plans are established and succeed. And that's why you're having success in your business, you know. And I'm glad you, man, thank you for bringing that verse out, Reed. That's oh, awesome. Sh- oh, sure. I mean, it's 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 as powerful as they come, you know, uh, because it's so, uh, it, it, it's so directly applicable applicable because you know and a, a lot of times you know like I was saying you know your your mind's not always uh you know our, our mind you know we are you know the we are still kind of uh you know victims of 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 some of our human weaknesses you know at times and and sometimes our minds don't always uh they don't always support us you know I, I call it little brain versus big brain you know little brain a lot of times we'll sneak in there and say, "Hey, man, maybe uh, maybe you're not doing the right thing. Maybe all that praying you've been doing isn't working. You know, maybe uh, maybe this business was a dumb idea. Maybe you're going to fail." And then big brain is tired, um, and so so if you can, you know, I, I literally have that proverb written down. The reason it's I was able to quote it because it's written down in my office. I'm staring at it right now on my whiteboard because some days all I have to do is just look at that and say, okay, you know what? Just stick with it. Just keep going. Just keep going. And and you know my the you know God always brings my mind kind of again back to zero. So it's it's hugely powerful. Amen. And that verse that I was referring to um, is actually Proverbs six twenty two. Okay. And it says, when you walk, you know, speaking of, you know, uh, it will guide you, you know, speaking of God's word and his wisdom, it will guide you when you sleep, it will watch over you when you awake, it will speak to you. Man, that is it's awesome. That's good stuff right there. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it will speak to you and the new living. It says, um, it will advise you. Man, man, that's huge right there. That's that's gonna praise God for God's word. Well, Reed, do this for me. You know, just in the interest of time, you know, um, tell us a little bit about you know the well-read marketer uh, and your business and kind of where you're at with things and some of the projects that you're excited about with what you're doing. Yeah, sure thing. Um, well, you know, I started this business with the premise that I, I believe this. Everything about sales and marketing has changed. Everything has changed. The internet, uh, social media, uh, the the ability to create content, uh, you know, affordably and uh, and effectively, has changed the way that we market. And uh, you know, I, I believe there's actually there's no such thing as customers, target markets. Uh, you know, all of that old uh, those old um, you know, uh, terminology that we, that we used to use in the sales and marketing industry. I believe that, uh, communities are what matter. Um, and so I started this business with the, uh, with the intent of helping companies, uh, find, uh, cultivate and in, in a lot of cases create, uh, communities, uh, for whom they solve a problem. 
So for, for, for the problems to which that business solves. Because we don't have products, we don't have services, we just solve problems. If we're not solving problems, then we have no purpose in the marketplace. So, you know, I use things like social media and blogging uh, and video and, and design and website development, stuff like that. Uh, those are just tools, um, not means to an end, or excuse me, they're means to an end. They're not the end in itself. They're tools to help get into those communities, create those thriving communities, and then, you know, ultimately to close business uh, with those communities. Um, and so, so it's, it's something I'm passionate about. It's something that, uh, I believe because I've seen it work. And so, you know, I, 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 that's what I do with, uh, with my clients. I try every day to, to help them to do, uh, to do exactly that. So what does a typical day look like for you, Reed? Oh, wow. Well, um, let's see, I've, I've got a team of about, um, half a dozen or so, um, specialists, if you will. So among my seven or eight clients, uh, we are in different stages with each client of their, their marketing strategies. And so a, a typical day starts with, um, I try to, when I'm, when I'm being disciplined, I try to start the day, um, by reading a little bit. I try, you know, I read my Bible in the mornings. Um, I try to get at least 20 minutes of reading something, that's going to help me, you know, not just today, but help me to be a better business person and a, and a better, uh, person. And then after that, um, you know, I, I try to take a kind of a bird's eye view of each client's, uh, current status. Uh, where are we in the deliverables? Where are we in, uh, you know, what stage are we in? What needs to be done? What is, what are we waiting on? Uh, is there content that needs to go out that needs to get published? What's happening? And then um, I try to touch every one of those clients and and whatever specialists are working on uh, those projects. So whether I've got a social media manager working on one piece of a project and a um, a content writer or a developer working on something, I try to make sure I'm touching um, that group for each client, um, throughout the day. And then I still do a ton of, of content creation myself and a ton of the social media management myself. And so I spend uh, a good bit of the day doing that. And, uh, uh, and so that's, that's really what, what kind of happens, you know, from beginning to end. And, and it seems like I could never end, you know, I could, I could easily just continually work, I think 24 hours a day. Um, because in this, this digital marketing world, there's always, there's always more that you can do, you know, and, and there's always more content you could create. There's always more engagement that you could do on uh, social media. Um, so, uh, so I kind of do have to draw kind of firm stopping points. Cause again, I got a wife and a baby back home who I miss very much, but, uh, but it's, it is a, it's a fun slash busy fun dash busy, uh, day for me. That's good stuff right there. And Reed, in your in your short uh, you know time as a marketer, well, not in short time as a marketer. I mean, you've been doing this for a little while. I mean, you started up doing marketing even uh, when you were in college. I remember our conversation. Uh, you know, you talked about that. Um, but you know, would if if there's a you know person that's out there listening, you know, what would there be a good book that you would recommend to them if they said, "Man, I." I would really like, I mean, I know that I need to go to the next level with my, you know, 
uh, content marketing and so forth in this online world that we're living in, you know, is there a good book that you would recommend to them? Okay. A good, a good book for, uh, for, for getting started in marketing. Um, man, I, I need to, I need to think about a specific one for marketing. I've been reading a lot about building businesses, uh, lately. Um, the thing about reading books for digital marketing is that it's difficult to find a, a relevant print book because by the time a book is written, by the time a 500-page book is written and gets published and hits print and hits the shelves, whatever they're talking about in, in, in the world of inbound slash digital slash social media marketing has probably changed. Um, well, there's so, a lot of truth in that read. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, I, I definitely have a, a series of, of blogs, you know, that I read regularly that have helped me tremendously in, um, yeah. What, what would be some of those blogs that you'd recommend? Cause I, I mean, I'm trying to give some, um, mm-hmm. this, you know, success size community, just some resources that they could go out there. What are some of the things that you read? Well, I, you know, one of the best ones, um, I love the HubSpot marketing blog. Uh, HubSpot is a marketing automation company that um, is just, they've got a fantastic company up in Boston and they create content. They practice what they preach. And that's what I, that's what I love about those guys because they, they're putting out new content every day. Um, Neil Patel, uh, he started uh, Crazy Egg and uh, Hello Bar and Kissmetrics. He writes uh, a ton of content and it's really really granular, really meaty. You know, I don't, I don't like, you know, my writing style is this way as well. You know, I don't like a lot of fluff in my, uh, in what I'm reading. You know, I, I don't need to be sold on it. I'm already reading it. You know, I love content that gets directly to the point. This is what you need to know. This is the point that you need to know. This is how you're going to take some value out of it. Um, I love John Acuff's blog. Um, that you know, right along with that, his blogs are, you know, they're like a couple paragraphs long. You know, this is boom. Here's something that's going to help you today. You know, and his his he called a lifestyle a Christian leadership blog, but he talks a lot about content marketing. Um, one more that I think is great, and this is kind of the holy grail. And and I actually I have read a lot of his books. Uh, uh, Seth Godin. He writes a new blog every single day. Again, we're talking maybe 250 words, but it's man, it's meaty. It you, you know you're gonna uh, you're gonna take something valuable from it every time. Um, oh, and I, and I have to say one more because I would just be uh, I would just not be uh, thorough if I didn't mention James Clear, uh, C L E A R. James Clear. He writes a blog. Um, all of last year, I think up until midway this year and even before last year, he wrote a blog every Tuesday or no, excuse me, every Monday and every Thursday. And his, it's a lot about content marketing, but it's even more about building successful habits and, and he calls them small gains or tiny wins. And I'm telling you in a world driven by content marketing where being consistent is so important the stuff that he writes is hugely hugely valuable. So those are I mean I could go on all day cuz I I I just I read until my eyes bleed a lot of times um 
but but those are ones that I think you could go and, and sign up for today and you would get value out of those every single day. No, I, I think it's interesting you actually, you know, you were honest about the books that are out there because, you know, once you put a book out there, it's, it's pretty static until there, a new edition comes out. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm reading a, uh, a book um, right now and, you know, just all the stats and everything they put in that book are outdated and uh, it's changed. And, um, but I think it's something about, you know, reading these blogs that uh, individuals are putting out there, you know, in real time. And, you know, that they're seeing things in real time at that moment. I think that's really, really good read Uh, and really insightful, too, in this day and age that we live, uh, that I think that we can, you know, really learn from that uh, and actually do. And that, you know, because it makes me sit there and go, you know, there's probably some blogs that I need to probably go out there and uh, read um, myself uh, as well, because, you know, I, I know that there's content and information that I'm probably not picking up. You know, I'm more on the audio side <laughs> mm-hmm. where that, uh, you know, I, I want to listen to it be, just because of the lifestyle I have of on the go. Um, but, uh, at any rate, that's good stuff. Well, Reed, um, do this for me. Um, kind of tell the listeners, uh, we're the best place to connect with you. And, uh, and then we'll have some parting, uh, parting words here in just a second. Sure. Um, I would say the best place is to uh, go to my website and I would really love if, uh, if folks would subscribe to my newsletter. Um, my website is uh, wellreadmarketer.com. That's the name of my business. The, and it is well, W-E-L-L, red, R-E-A-D, marketer, M-A-R-K-E-T-E-R. Dot com and there's a, a you know a really quick sign up uh, tab. All you got to do is leave your email address and and I put out uh, at least a couple times uh, a month, uh, sometimes more often, uh, a newsletter, a blog, uh, a little piece that I think would would give value. Um, and it's just my way of uh, trying to help those in my community. So Reed, here's the thing: I haven't asked this question in a long time, and my listeners uh, that if they've been listening for you know almost the life of the podcast. Haven't heard me ask this question in a little while. And, you know, so take your time in answering it, but let's take a walk, you and I, and let's go to a coffee shop and let's go sit down with the read of five years ago. Right. And let's, what, what message, what would you want to convey to that read of five years ago, buddy? Oh, well, that's a really, Easy answer. I would tell myself to go invest in Uber and in Apple. And <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm not kidding. I would definitely do that. But no, I, I would want to to sit down with with that guy and uh, one, uh, you know, kind of kind of slap him and, and and tell him, hey, you think you think you've got things figured out now, but you don't. Um, you know, I, I, I would. I would say, um, I would say that that it would be, you know, I, I would tell myself to uh, to get serious about about my relationship with Christ. You know, I, I, I you know, the, those that time in your in your twenties and in college and stuff, and 
you know, again, we go back to that concept of, you know, it's, it's the fire insurance. Like, you know, I'm fine. I, we live under grace, you know, and, um, but it, you know, I, I just can't think of, uh, you know, I, I think of how I used to live back then and, and not that I was a terrible person, but it was just that, you know, I, I had, I, I thought that I was leading the way. And it's such a silly kind of mistake, you know. If I had known to look to God and, and look to His guidance, um, you know, in everything—not just in the big decisions, but in everything—I think uh, I think that I would be a little farther ahead in my uh, in my maturity level. I think it would have prepared me for some of the things that uh, that happened uh, over the last couple of years. Um, but at the same time, you know, I can't say that. Uh, that the experience of, that I regret, you know, the experiences of, of the past few years, I think those challenges that I did go through were, um, you know, they're going to, they're going to, to mold me and shape me into the man that I need to be for the next challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would tell that guy at the end of the conversation, Hey man, keep it up. Just keep going. Commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. Amen. So, Amen. That's a good way to uh, to <laughs> go back to the word and say, "Hey, man, just do this verse right here." You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boil it down to that, I, and I think it would be really helpful to just about anybody. You yeah. know. Amen to that. Amen to that, man. Reed, this has been great, man. Wow, this has been really, really good, and I, you know, appreciate you know you coming on uh, and speaking to the Success Has Community the SAC. And, you know, talk to them, just being open and honest and being real uh, with your story and, you know, letting, you know, and sharing, sharing those verses as well. Uh, Cause I mean, those verses that you pulled out are golly, so they're going to talk to you. you know, it's like what we talked about Proverbs 6, uh, 6 22. They're going to speak to you, mm-hmm. you know, when you wake up and um, man, that's good. Well, Reed, we're going to call it a wrap and uh, put a nice bow on it, buddy. And, uh, man, we really appreciate you being on the Success Edge uh, today. And, you know, guys, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you, SEC, you know, everything Nick uh, spelled out from all these blog posts, uh, all these blogs that are out there, his website, you know, how to connect with Reed will actually be on the show notes uh, for you guys to go out there and find, um, you know, just in case you're, you're driving your car or you're on your elliptical or wherever you're at right now. Um, you'll be able to find that actually on the show notes and, uh, I'll have the actual link in there, uh, for that. But, um, Reed, best of success to you, buddy. We appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, Tyler. I, I appreciate you having me on. Um, looking forward to, to grabbing coffee at that little Starbucks in Hamilton Mill again sometime soon. Absolutely, buddy. You have a good one. You too. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.